Hey guys, welcome back. On this episode, I'm really excited to share with you something that my husband and I have learned from our therapist. Listen, we know better than anybody, marriage is hard. It is not easy and it takes work. And we, through our process, have learned a couple of tips and tricks that we thought that we'd bring you along with. And so, welcome into our home and our world. So let's dive into this. John, you ready? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Um, so I thought we would share with everybody like a little bit about what we learned. I think one of the first, we've been through lots of couples counseling. We've seen a lot of different therapists, but our most recent one started our very first session off with one tool that I thought was really fascinating, even as a therapist. I was like, well, yeah. this is really cool. Um, and it was the idea of introducing our alter egos. So the idea of, you know, who we are when we're our worst self. So there's Lauren and John. And then he had us meet two other characters that are live with inside ourselves, um, mine, and he had us name them. Yeah. So obviously we know them because we use them daily. But like, <laughs> do you want to tell a little about yours? Sure. Your, so your, I, I yeah. picked Jack, um, and I think it, that was pretty prevalent right off the bat because I've never even liked the name John to begin with. But <laughs> that's what I've been known by. So I picked Jack, and Jack is basically... You know, while it's a tool for self-preservation, protects myself, it's also a tool to sabotage myself without me even knowing. So, yeah. And mine, I chose, I usually took me a little bit of time to figure out the name for mine. I chose L for mine. <laughs> um, and L is the version that tries to protect Lauren. So what I liked about this concept was that each of us, and this applies to everybody, as humans, we are whole and complete and we're wonderful people with good hearts. But in order to protect ourselves throughout life, we develop these different tools and coping mechanisms to protect ourselves. And so a lot of times that comes out in the form of like another version of ourselves mm -hmm. that is um, protective. And so oftentimes it can be rude, defensive. It can do things to sabotage, to bring out like the worst side of yourself. So when I'm Lauren, I'm like this wonderful, kind person. I listen, I am patient, I'm kind, I'm thoughtful. But when I'm L, I'm edgy, bitchy, rude. Um, I can say things to get you mad. I can do those kind of things. Um, and I think the same for you with Jack. So it's like having this idea yeah. that we each are, but it, I think one of the things that I liked about this tool specifically was that sometimes I would do stuff and I would feel crazy. I would feel like, why am I pushing you away? Why am I slamming kitchen doors? Why am I like yelling at the kids in the morning? Like, why yeah. am I doing those things? And essentially it is, when it helped me to understand is that's not really who I am. That's a part of me. That's my defense mechanism. So yep. giving that a name, calling it L, like, oh, this is L coming out. This is L being this protecting Lauren because Lauren is sweet and kind. And the same thing for you. But I think as a guy, 
your version came out a little different. So talk, like, wait, sure, just because we have people listening, my, tell about John and Jack. So, similarly, I would say John is quiet. Um, you know, I'm very much an introvert. I kind of, I process things independently. Jack is going to be a gregarious, in-your-face, you know, Bravado. try to be life of the party. And it is definitely uh, a false bravado. At the same time, you know, Jack's going to be the one that's much more the aggressor or the angry side. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, a way to protect vulnerability. It's also very much, for me, like, keep things kind of status quo. Yeah. I don't want things to go too good because then the, you know, roof's going to fall. Yeah. I don't want things to go bad because I kind of like where I am. Yeah. So that's usually the trigger. Yeah. I think I totally get that. And I think one of the things that also was interesting for us when we learned about these things is both of us, there are two, like learning times when this alter ego comes out. And I think you made a really good point. It's like sometimes it's when things are going really well. Mm -hmm. Like all of a sudden we get kind of too close or it's like we're having a really good day or a good date or we're having like, we have that moment where you kind of feel sweet. And then all of a sudden... You feel this like moment to like, for me, I'll just start thinking about things that make me mad or things that you've done that it like, you know, right. piss me off. And then I start pushing back and, and I, and it was interesting because I'm like, why am I doing this? And it is, I think that's a good point. Like you protect your, it's like this dance of like, if it's too good, if it's, we're too close, well, one, it's scary to be vulnerable, mm -hmm. but two, it's like, I think everybody has this and I definitely do is like. That fear of if I'm happy, then someone could pull the rug out from underneath right. me. And then it's all gone and I'm all surprised. And so if we keep it kind of not happy enough. Yeah. Just keep it static. Keep right? it static, right. Then it like feels safe, but that's not where we either of us really want to be. It's, it feels so good when you're in that like close zone and like that, like you feel connected, you feel understood, you feel safe. Um but sometimes it's hard to stay there. And so I think with having this Jack and L version, what like knowing about it has been um, kind of fun, actually. It's turned into sort of a game. Like, yeah. I would say, like, early on, like, you would call me out and be like, okay, L, you know, like, or... Take it easy, L. Take it easy, L. And they like, <laughs> and it kind of gave... The thing that I think is cool about it, too, is that when you say take it easy, L, it's like, oh, that's something that's in the way of me. But you're not calling it to Lauren. Like, if mm -hmm. you said, take it easy, Lauren, it's like, oh, it feels so offensive. Like, well, what do you mean, take that's it easy? Point. Like, but take it easy, L means like, that's not the real you. Like, take it easy, that person that's blocking me. And it also makes me feel like you want to get to know mm -hmm. the real version of me, like the Lauren part. It feels so much less offensive when you say that. If you were to say, like, you're acting crazy, Lauren, yeah. then, you know, it's going to be a different kind of. kind of reaction from me. <laughs> <laughs> but take no. it easy, L, or, you know, yeah. L, put the crazy away, you know, that feels different because it kind of protects me. So I think it kind of, it was an I, interesting way to look at there's it. There's also a level where it's like, it takes the bad yeah. out of it because it's, you know, both are still definitely a part of us. Yeah. But I think as we like seek to, really be our true selves with each other. Yeah. It helps us kind of compartmentalize. Well, 
what's the version of me that I want? What's the version of me that I know I can improve? Yeah, totally. And I think what you said too about um, not having to be bad. There was another piece that I think our therapist did a really nice job. Is like even the Jack and the L part of ourselves that are kind of the, they bring up more negative things. They're actually not bad either. They're trying to protect. Like they're like, oh no, 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 no. You're feeling too sweet. You're too soft. This situation is going to hurt you. Or like if you go into a situation because you like, as an oh. introvert, you go into a social situation. It's like, this is going to be too overwhelming for John. Jack's like, I got this for you. And then it's like this whole other like character yeah. that comes out. And it's like, yeah, he's kind of mischievous. and <laughs> <laughs> He's a problem. He's a problem. <laughs> but we love Jack. But, uh, but, but Jack is trying. He has like good intentions in some ways. Like he's trying in to general, protect. He's like trying to bring the crowd together. I think, yeah. you know, at, at the same time, there is, it is overwhelming to me. I don't really like being around a bunch of people. I definitely can't do it. For a long time yeah so I needed it I think it's interesting too you know for 44 years now there's been a side of me that I thought well this is just the way it is um, but I think you know there's improvements that can be made as well yeah and I think it also helps ex me at least accept like the version that I am now yeah like what do you mean um just understand one, I'm an introvert. That's not bad. Two, okay, I can go out in a crowd. I don't have to be like the blender in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's in having the parts, like just the parts piece of it, like saying like there's one part of me that says Jack and there's one part of me that says John. Is that kind of what helps you feel like you like accepted more helps of being me break like it you. down definitely yeah um i'd so a simple example maybe would be <laughs> <laughs> i don't a big part of jack is withholding so when i feel close to you i have a tendency to recoil yeah right? yes so and i'm saying even little things from compliments yeah and even when we're walking like i give a couple compliments and i will sleek away for a couple hours yeah and then i notice well, that's Jack trying to protect me yeah. instead of just owning how I feel. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. And I think yours is, sometimes it can be bravado, but sometimes it's just pulling in. I actually never knew that about you. Um, but it makes sense because you don't, you do get kind of squeamish around compliments. Mm -hmm. So you give compliments and you're, you would think you're kind of trying to open the door, but then you kind of retract. Like what, explain that. Like, what is that? So there's, in, I mean, not, first I don't know right off the bat, but trying to explain it, giving a compliment, I feel like puts me a level down, gives you a level up, right? So I'm giving you power in the relationship and I'm also kind of giving you insight into what I'm really thinking. And then if you know what I'm really thinking, Where's that going to go? So if I think that you really think <laughs> I'm attracted. That I think, yeah, you're Or hot. that I'm, yeah. Then I have all this power to hurt you. Yes. Yeah, in a nutshell. And ultimately, that's like, if I feel like I'm, if I feel good about myself, then maybe I'd leave you or something. Or 
Is that is that it or yeah, no? Or maybe just... maybe even it's gross that I'm attracted to you, like, you know, grow up. For me. Yeah. Which is not the case. I like compliments <laughs> a lot. It's not, know, it's, yeah. It's confusing. I mean it yeah. confuses myself, right? Yeah. So if you know that I'm attracted to you and that you have power over me or that I want you, then there's the opportunity to like in my biggest fears that's just lorded over me luckily i've never been controlling so it's not an <laughs> there's issue there's no evidence there's to no that. evidence <laughs> that i would control or lord anything else. um that's really interesting because you would think and i think one of the things that's interesting too is like this piece of you trying to protect yourself is to pull away mm-hmm. where mine is the opposite if i'm feeling protective of myself I typically, at least in our relationship, because I think in some relationships I would pull away, but in ours, I'm coming after you. Like, I'm much more like, you I'll henpeck or like ramp up or, you know, fly off the handle. And what's interesting- L has a tendency L, to Yeah, ramp up. thank you. Thanks. So when L does that, one of the things that's interesting for me is that, and I'm working on flipping, is that when I get in that L phase where I'm- feeling like angry or whatever, or like I'm, I kind of like lose it and I'm, you know, yelling at everybody. I almost feel like stuck there. Like sometimes I'm like, Ooh, I don't want to be like this, but I don't know how to shift out of it. So I almost like get worse because I'm like, Oh no, well I'm already this far. Yeah. I've already been a tornado this morning. Then I may as well just like continue with it. Um, and one thing that was really cool about this whole concept of this L Jack, this alter ego thing was it the other morning? I don't know if you remember this, but you gave me a hug because the kids were kind of like, Mom, <laughs> what are you blah, blah, And they're like, you know, on me about like a terrible true. person I am. And you were like, you gave me a hug and you're like, oh, L, you know, or something like that. And kind of gave me permission to like release it mm-hmm. and then turn into what I really wanted to be, which was nice and kind and like helpful. And I think I'd never noticed that before because sometimes... Well, I, th- I get into a cycle and I'm like, oh no, how do I get out of this like Tasmanian yeah. devil kind of anger when I'm like, I don't feel it anymore, but I'm almost like, that's when I'd be like, well, you know, I'm in this far. I may as well just keep going with it, which no one wants, including me. Yeah. So like having that piece of you being like, that's L, even just like a quick little like, hey, out like gave me like, oh yeah, haha. And then we laughed and then I was, I was like much better and it felt better to me. It's not the way I want to be, you know, especially with our family. And I think that's where the tool helps practicing at it, right? Yeah. So I was able to see you wanting to connect with the kids. And I was also seeing where the kids were digging in a little bit and just kind of rifting on you. But then your feelings are starting to get hurt. So L came out. Yeah. And I know that wasn't what you're going for. So my point was understanding the difference between the individual. And you're so protective. And it's like, subconscious. Because yeah. normally I think I probably would have dug in with the kids. Yeah. And villainized. Yeah. Um. But 
practicing it, it just gave me a different perspective. Yeah. You know, it's cool. It's like, I can feel your emotions while you're doing this and I feel it too. But like, what do you think it is? Like, is, I have, I don't see you get emotional that often. What do you think it is about this that is um, making you like feel your feelings? I think it's just the honesty of it. It's, There's fear. There's also, like, I do, I want to be honest. I want to be vulnerable. But there's a lot of fear to it because now it's like, okay, it's out there. Yeah. Where does it go? So this would be, this would be a version of the shield dropping. Yeah. Yeah. So sweet. Thank you. I love that. And I honestly feel like... I don't. I know. I know you don't. This is like not your... It's really sweet. I feel like... Yeah. It's, it's a lot easier to be in my mind. Yeah. For me, it's much more natural to be, you know, lead with my chest. And that's the first thing through the door. And... Well, you're a little Try to push everything guy. else yeah. off. Yeah. Um... I think it's even after what 20 years you know I'm leaning into I love you I need you where does that put me you know trying to be the man yeah it was exactly where so, yeah, yeah it's just yeah it's hard to partner yeah but I think it's something that it's, and I see what you're saying, because it's hard because you want to, you, and you are, you're such like a masculine guy, you know, and you, yet you have these feelings mm -hmm. and trying to balance the two. Like, how does that look? Because we don't see it often. Like a lot of, but I think every man inside himself wants to be with his wife or his partner or whoever it is and wants mm -hmm. to be loved and wants to be seen and known and for who they really are, not just the guy mm -hmm. who has all the stuff and I think so, I think you're hitting on something that like a lot of men are afraid to voice or share or even with themselves I <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm petrified right now I get that the <laughs> <laughs> but it's brave I, you know it's like they say like nothing if it's brave it means we've said it be before fear. too like you know don't mistake Kindness. Emotion or yeah. kindness is weakness. And mm -hmm. I think those are things that I'm still guiding myself through. So Jack normally would cut me off from connecting yeah. or just trying to sit with you. Yeah. And I think, you know, on the other side of the fear is it does feel good to connect on that level. Yeah. Um, I think... Even now, I don't know if I'm trying to force myself to stop crying or <laughs> if like after just expressing a little bit, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So there, you know, there's other, I guess, pushing through the fear yeah. and getting to the other side of it. And the more often I do that, I can train myself through it. Well, you know, it, it totally reminds me of like when you... You want to love someone, right? So you get married the day of the wedding. Everyone looks their best. Like, everyone looks amazing. 
It almost reminds me of the beginning of like when you see those movies where they send like the Titanic off or like a ship off and they're like, yay, they crack the champagne and everyone's like, go, bon voyage. But then you realize in any movie that that ship looks perfect and everything's crystal and, you know, pristine. And then as you go, the journey gets rough. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're in those wings, like there's icebergs, there's like monsoons, there's vortexes and mm. Bermuda Triangles. There's so much out there. But... You know, to love me at my best on my wedding day when I look my best and everything's great and we have no problems is great. Like, that's great. But to love me at my worst or to love me for who I know, you know I really am, like at the core, that's where like that real love is. Mm -hmm. And you kind of in life, I feel like have a choice. We have a choice. It's like, okay, it's easy to love you, love me when I'm up, when I'm good. But will you love me if I share my vulnerable mm. desires right. or my vulnerable wants or like how <laughs> scary it is to show my emotional side like will you hurt me will you abuse me will you lord it over me mm-hmm. you know but then in that power it's like where that real connection happens and i think that's something that has made us stick with the therapy is because we get these glimpses like it doesn't always happen like right. this but you get a glimpse of like i'm going to show you who i really am and if you love me for that even though we've been together so long, but I haven't always shown you who I really am. And you haven't always shown me what you feel. And that's where that like true magic happens. It just takes some courage. I do think it's helped to have other people like with us. Like I'm like, kind of like, where's our therapist? Where is he? (laughs) It would be nice to have some coaching. (laughs) But I think though, it's like, but having that like bravery to have that experience and you Start small. Start with one little thing. And that's how we've done it through the years. Mm-hmm. Like starting small with one little vulnerable thing. And then trusting that your partner is going to not hurt you with it. And depending on what you experiences you've had in your past, I'm not talking about you, but like all no, of us, it's like depends on how scary that is. Because we all have been hurt in the past. We've all mm-hmm. had people take vulnerabilities and hurt us. But the beauty of a relationship of a couple, however that looks, is that that's supposed to be the person that's in the foxhole with you, that yeah. is there to be safe with you, that when you're not your best and the whole town doesn't need to see that you've got that person that you have that at the end of the day is with you, the real you, mm-hmm. and then you can be however you need to be with everybody else, but that you have at least one person on the planet that knows you, and knowing you means all of you, and loves you for it. Yeah. I mean, I think that is like, in a nutshell, what we're striving for. And I agree. I think yeah. you said it well, like the person in the foxhole with yeah. you. I could pick probably a million reasons why I don't need to trust anybody in the room. <laughs> um, and then when I start trusting is when the fear comes out and then... I usually start leaning on more and then, you know, just because I'm depending doesn't mean I'm, I'm not capable. These are yeah. the stories that yeah, I totally. tell myself with totally. that pull me apart into yeah. two separate versions of myself. Yeah. And then as I'm kind of working through it, like you asked me the emotions of it, I think I've been withholding it so long and yeah. building a case yeah. why not to trust yeah. it was hard to actually talk through oh there was a moment of partnering even as you know seemingly small as it was yeah totally okay well babe i just have to say thank you so much (laughs) i know this was huge and uh, very very brave and a huge like 
thing for you to open up mm -hmm. and open up your heart to me, but you know, just in general. And it, it means the world to me. And I can't tell you how much, like how happy it is for me to like see you. <laughs> like I, I see you and I love you and I know this was a big moment. So I just thank you for being so vulnerable and honest. Okay guys, thank you so much for sharing with us this big moment. Um, I hope that was helpful for you. So I really wasn't kidding though. It is very attractive as a woman, just to let you in on what we think. Honestly, seeing the vulnerable side of your partner and seeing that emotion and the rawness is really what we're looking for. Women and especially human to human, like we wanna see that your vulnerabilities, your realness, you know, we everybody sees the bravado. Everyone sees the best version of ourselves. But when you get to see the real raw truth, the real thing, that is where the attraction, that is what we're waiting for. And that's what opens, invites yourself to open up too. So when he opened up, it helped me open up and vice versa. So I think, I just hope for you that it is brave, it is daring, and you know, maybe you're not ready to take a huge leap of faith with vulnerability, but try sharing something with somebody you love just try sharing a little vulnerable thing, just something small and see if it's returned and see if that person is worthy of your trust. But I think you're gonna be surprised that ironically, it is going to knock your socks off how well your person in your life responds to you. Do you want it? Do you want it? Get it? Got it? Do you want it?